Do you feel like you'll never be married? Are you lonely? Or are you just tired of waiting for a husband? Dr. Stephanie Ricks, inspirational speaker and author of Prayers of a Single Woman, will give you encouraging words, scriptures, and motivation to live your best life while waiting on the husband God has for you. Hi, ladies. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of The Dr. Stephanie Show. This episode is titled, Understanding Your Spiritual Gifts. And I must say, this is probably my favorite episode. Before we dive into this lesson, I have a couple of questions that I want to ask. Are you living a life of purpose, power, and intent? Or living in the present? And does this sound like you? Your life feels like you're just wandering without direction or you're overwhelmed and exhausted with the daily tasks or life. Or maybe you feel spiritually dry. So you may ask, what is a spiritual gift? It is a special ability given by the Holy Spirit to every believer to be used to minister to others and therefore build up the body of Christ. Spiritual gifts are given to equip the church to carry out its ministry until Christ's return. So throughout your singleness, and even when you're married, but especially throughout your singleness, during this this singleness season, you are to use your spiritual gifts to build up each other in love, depend on each other in love, unite among other believers, build up the church in love, build up one another in love, and bring souls to Jesus Christ. Now let's go over these spiritual gifts. These spiritual gifts can be broken into three categories, which are establishing gifts, supporting gifts, and ministry gifts. Establishing gifts can be found in Ephesians 4, 11, and 1 Corinthians 12 and 29. These scriptures list the spiritual gift of being an apostle, prophet, evangelist, and pastor teachers. These gifts are used primarily for planting and growing churches. Supporting gifts can be found in Romans 12, 6 through 8. These scriptures talk about prophecy, service, teaching, encouragement, giving, administration and leadership, and mercy. These gifts are primarily used to organize and administrate the church so that it can best carry out its responsibilities. Ministry gifts can be listed or found in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10 and 27 through 31. These scriptures discuss the spiritual gifts of wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecies, helps, administration, leadership, distinguishing spirits, speaking in tongues, interpreting tongues. These are the tools that the Holy Spirit utilized for the ongoing ministry of the church. Now let's get into some of these definitions. The word of wisdom. This is the unique ability to speak forth the wisdom of God, especially in an important situation. You can see the word of wisdom when you read about Stephen in Acts 7 or when you read about Paul in Acts 23. 
The word of knowledge. This spiritual gift is the unique ability to declare knowledge that can only be revealed supernaturally. You can read about this when you read about Jesus in Matthew 17, 24 through 27, or when you read about Paul in Acts 27 to 10, 27, 23 through 26. Now the gift of faith. Though faith is an essential part of every Christian's life, the gift of faith is the unique ability to trust God against all circumstances as Peter did when he walked out of the boat onto the water. And you can read about this in Matthew 14, 22 through 23. The gift of healings. This is God's healing power, either given or received. It is the ability to cure or to be cured of ill conditions. The gift of miracles. This is the ability to do powerful works to override the laws of nature. The gift of prophecy. This is the telling forth of God's message in a particular situation, always in accord with his word and his current work. Discerning of spirits. This is the ability to tell the difference between true and false doctrine and between what is of the Holy Spirit and what isn't. You can read about this in Acts 8. 18 through 23, and also in Acts 16, 16 through 18. The gift of tongues. This is a personal language of prayer given by God, whereby the believer can communicate with God beyond the limits of knowledge and understanding by using wordless phrases of or utterance not familiar as a known language. You can read about this in 1 Corinthians 14, 14 through 15. Now, the gift of the interpretation of tongues. This gift allows the gift of tongues to be a benefit for those other than the speaker, as they are able to hear and agree with the tongue speaker's words to our Lord and Savior, to God. Now, apostles, also known as the sent one. The meaning is connected with the importance and authority of the one who sent them, God, and the importance of the tax to which they were sent. Now, we also have prophets and prophets are those who foretell things that are to come. They have the particular gift of interpreting the scriptures. Evangelists. They have the ability to give such a persuasive witness to the love of God as expressed in Jesus Christ that it moves others to accept that love and to become disciples of Christ. Now, pastors are the shepherds of the flock, the overseers of the church. The teachers are gifted with being ministers of the word. It is also the ability to communicate information that is important for the growth of the church in such a way that others are capable of learning. The gift of exhortation calls for the brothers and sisters in Christ and cautioning them, esteeming them highly, encouraging them on a regular basis, advising them when necessary, supporting them continually through any adversity and cheering them on toward the goal and the prize of the high calling in Christ. 
Now, there is a difference between spiritual gifts and natural talent. Spiritual gifts are given at the time of your spiritual birth and natural gifts are given at the time of your physical birth. Spiritual gifts are only given to believers, those who believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Natural talents are inherited and spiritual gifts are received. Natural talents are developed and spiritual gifts are matured. Natural talents can be misused selfishly and spiritual gifts are used to serve God's purpose. Now, during your singleness, it is important to recognize and know what gifts God has blessed you with so that you can use it for his purpose. Now, I know that it can be hard to not think about wanting to be married or it could be hard to not think about having someone to love and care for you. I know it's hard to not think about your future with your husband. And I know that it can be difficult to see other people being in a happy relationship while you are lonely. However, you must remember that God has you single during this season for a reason. And that is to solely focus on him in order to bring others to his kingdom. It is imperative for you to recognize your spiritual gifts as you read and study the Bible, as you study how the spiritual gifts operate within the Bible. Ask yourself if any one of those spiritual gifts resonate with your soul. Think about what you enjoy doing. As you pray, what does the Holy Spirit say to you? What ministry in your life is God's blessing? What gifts do other believers see operating within you? And you can also take a spiritual gift test, but please keep in mind that there is not any magic formula that can or will tell you what your spiritual gifts are. The Holy Spirit distributes the spiritual gifts as he determines. And you can read about this in 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. We must also keep in mind that when we identify our spiritual gifts, not to get sidetracked or forget about what we are supposed to be doing to serve God. For example, you may meet a wonderful man during this time that you are working and serving the Lord within your spiritual gifts. You must not allow this new, wonderfully amazing man sidetrack you and take you away from obeying God's will for your life. If you are not using your spiritual gifts, God can and will take them away from you. Remember early on in this episode when I said spiritual gifts have to be matured? This means that when you receive your spiritual gifts, it's not going to come fully ready to operate. This is why you cannot be sidetracked. It takes time to mature, meaning you need to be using and need to be willing to use your spiritual gifts as often as you can in order to mature it. Knowing your spiritual gifts goes back to the first episode of knowing who you are. When you know and use your spiritual gifts, you discover your function. When you discover your spiritual function, your ministry will follow a course to bring more people to God. Also, when you know your spiritual functions, your ministry will be more fruitful and you will produce more joy in your life. And that's the key. You want to be able to receive and produce more joy in your life before you enter into a relationship or enter into a marriage. 
you will also have a clear understanding of yourself. You can also clearly communicate your purpose with your man and to see if his purpose aligns with yours. And you can also bring others to Christ. You can do all of this by operating within your spiritual gifts. Thank you so much for listening today. For more information or to contact Dr. Stephanie, visit her on social media at the Dr. Stephanie.